program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Glad to see you here again today. Always a pleasure. And we're talking, of course, about real estate, about home buying, home selling, all the different facets that are involved in these, the process of the transaction of selling and buying a home. And one of those steps in the process is the home inspection. Exactly. Maybe you can tell us what to expect, how this all works out. If I'm selling the house, yeah. what was my role? And if I'm buying a house, what should I expect? Of course. Okay. So let's first start with what is a home inspection? Okay. okay, so there are several companies and individuals in town that are um, certified home inspectors. So they've gone to training to know what to look for. Okay, so they're going to inspect things like the condition of the roof, the condition of the windows, the condition of the HVAC, you know, is the furnace look good and the air conditioning, is it at the end of its life? Is it showing signs of rust? They'll um, test for gas emission. They have little gadgets that'll go beep, beep, beep if there's, you know, things that shouldn't be. Um, they'll let, they'll check filters to see if they've been maintained, if they've been cleaned. They will look at, they'll open windowsills and look at the sashes and make sure there's no rot. I mean, they do a lot of things. They really give it a good once over. It's sort of like going to the doctor and getting the, you know, full physical, right? So they check it over and um, some of them do radon testing as well. You have to be certified in the state of Minnesota to do radon testing. So they have equipment to test for radon gas, And radon gas is kind of a big buzzword lately. I mean, you hear a lot about it in the news. You hear a lot about it, um, you know, at real estate school, in real estate transactions. Buyers are asking about it. Sellers are asking about it. So I'm certainly not going to pretend to be a radon gas specialist, but I will tell you what I do know. And that is that it is a gas that is comes from rocks underneath the house you know so it depends on where your house is built and what's under it um, as to whether or not you're going to have a high level of radon and we happen to live in a part of the country where and some neighborhoods are worse than others right and some neighborhoods when one house tests high likely a lot of them do and other neighborhoods not so much so anyway it's there's only one way to know because it's obviously invisible and odorless and tasteless and all of those things. So that is to test for it. So they've got some pretty high-tech equipment that they do a test. They put it in there and they say don't open the windows or doors, anything excessive, and they try to measure what this gas would be. And then they get measurements and anything over a certain reading, which happens to be 4.1 picoliters per liter, is considered dangerous um, according to the health standards, Okay. So at that point, buyers get concerned and they want that radon mitigated. And sellers say, oh my gosh, is that going to cost thousands of dollars? And and there's some good radon mitigation people in town. And I typically always call um, the same one and very happy with what they do. But I've seen other ones come in and do it too. And it typically costs about $1,250. Um, I've seen it higher if it's a more complicated system. But basically, they put a 
PVC pipe in the sump basket, if there is a sump basket, that's sure. that's when it can become well, most more. Most should have that. Yeah, some don't, and that's when it becomes a little more expensive because then they have to break out some cement to put the system in. But anyway, it's simple when they can just put it in the sump basket and then seal the sump basket lid so that it's now sealed tight. And then they run that PVC pipe out some outside wall, sometimes through the roof of the garage or the roof of the house, and they try to put it somewhere outside where it's you know not going to be unsightly, right? And then it's just one more white pipe coming out of the house. So as long as it's not, you know, right at your front door or something, it's you're probably not even going to notice it. And then that gas will just continue to go up that pipe and out the roof. And sometimes um, they have to put a fan in to kind of pull it out. Of yeah, the pull it out, and make, speed up the process. Right. So it's it's not it's just making yourself aware of it and then taking care of it. So when sellers ask me is that my responsibility i always say listen it's a safety item it's something that you probably would have taken care of if you knew that you were living in this house with high radon because i mean it's not just media making this up it's proven fact that it does cause lung cancer you know so it's a serious deal so anyway um if i'm representing a buyer and the radon level is high, I will certainly put in my contract that the seller will have that mitigated at the seller's expense. And that is the norm. Seller, of course, has the right to say no. And the buyer, of course, has the right to say, fine, I'll buy the house anyway and do it myself. Or fine, I don't want the house. You know, I mean, that's always part of the negotiations. So from what you've just told me over the last few minutes, and you've (laughs) <laughs> you have a lot of facts about this. I take it this has become one of those well, I mean, it comes sticking up, points It now. comes up at a lot of inspections. It's very, very common. One of the other things that often come up when you have a home inspection that actually need to be addressed before the closing. Um, so there are things like, well, you know, there are some things like if, let's say, the furnace happens to have a problem like uh, it's putting out carbon monoxide that'd be pretty serious that has to be done immediately i mean obviously because the sellers are at risk being in the house with that again you know they weren't aware of it or they would have had that taken care of right but then there's going to be things like um well there's no gfi outlet in the kitchen well some sellers will say you're right there's not but we've lived here 20 years and we've done just fine without it so if you want it add it later so all these things can be negotiated uh inspection is not the purpose of the inspection andy isn't so that the buyer can come in and say we found 25 faults with the house we want all 25 fixed it's basically to give the buyer an idea of what they're looking at you know like you're happen to be looking at a furnace that might have five to ten more years and then it's going to need to replace or you know just to kind of budget for what it's going to cost to own and maintain that property if you're the seller of the house and some of the things that you're talking about is it worthwhile to maybe speed up the process and do some of the future maintenance early Mm mm-hmm uh, a lot of sellers will ask me, should I have my house pre-inspected? You know, I hire the inspector. Yeah. I bring the inspector in, find out what they find, and then address those. I think it's a great idea because especially in this market, when so many people are in multiple offers, like we've talked over the past few weeks, 
if there's a seller's inspection report laying on the table, right, and I recognize the name of that inspector or that inspection company, and it's somebody that I would use in a heartbeat or I've hired before, I'll say to my buyer, okay, look, this is what we would hire the same company to do. This is the same report we would get. So let's look at it. And if we're comfortable with it, then I don't have a problem saying we'll buy this house without an inspection. Remember when I told you I would never, ever, ever let somebody buy a house that wasn't inspected? Well, that didn't mean they had to hire the inspector and pay for the inspection. If the house was inspected by the seller and that inspection report is made available to us and we're comfortable with what it has to say, I would absolutely be fine with them saying, yes, I'll accept this inspection report and not do a further inspection. And that would make my offer stronger potentially than somebody that's saying, well, in the next seven days, we'll get an inspection done. And once again, you pointed out why you really need to have a realtor, somebody like you representing you uh, as you move through this process, because I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. Brought up, I wouldn't have any idea. And that's the thing. And I feel like, you know, when we're doing our job and we're really advising you carefully, you know, I just had um, this conversation with my whole team and I say, we are not looking out for our best interest as the agent. You know, it's not about let's get this deal put together. We're looking out the best interest of our client. So the bottom line is, is that if we're doing our job and we're making sure that our client's needs come first, not the sale, not the payday, not the commission check, but happy sellers and happy buyers. And if they're getting what they need to get, then we've got a win-win. So we always have to look out for the best interest of our customers and then things go great. We're talking with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and we're looking at home inspections, and we'll talk more about the process and uh, the things that could happen during a home inspection when we come back on News Talk 1340, KROC AM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. You may have heard the Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, talking about real estate. And this week we're talking about home inspections. In the process, Robin, when does this occur? How... If I'm selling my house or buying a home, how does this all happen? I mean, at what point in the transaction do we start dealing with home inspections? Sure. So like I said in the last segment, if you're a seller, you may choose to have a home pre-inspection before you get an offer. And that's totally your choice as a seller. But, you know, certain markets, it's more valuable than others. Anyway, um, as a buyer, it would start when you write an offer. So when we write an offer, there's one line of the purchase agreement says, is this offer contingent upon a home inspection? Yes or no? You know, do you plan to have one done? So that's when we explain to the buyer what that means. And if you were my buyer and you were sitting in my office right now and we were writing a purchase agreement and I said, would you like to have this home inspected? And you said, what do you think? Should I? I would say, well, I'll be really honest with you, Andy. And that is that I feel 
really good if every home I sell has been inspected. I want to make sure there's nothing dangerously wrong at that house that could put you or your family at risk. And they say, okay. So we talk about what is a home inspection, how much does it cost, who pays for it. Of course, the buyer pays for it. If you're the buyer and you're going to have a home inspection, you get to pay for it. Now, the terminology in the purchase agreement actually says that the home inspector needs to satisfy you. So if you said to me, well, my dad knows a lot about houses. You know, he was a home builder for many years or or whatever. Um, He's not a licensed home inspector. Can I have him do the home inspection? The true answer to that question is yes. You can have him do the home inspection. You can have anybody that you feel comfortable inspecting that home for you. And then if he points out, oh boy, those um, that roof is in bad shape. You're going to need a new roof on this house here in the next few years. That's his opinion. But if we now say we've decided that this roof needs to be either replaced at the expense of the seller or even or we don't buy it, or we'll split the cost half and half, or whatever we come up with. So whatever's found in that inspection, whether you personally did the inspection, your father, friend, relative did the inspection, or you hired an inspector, okay? Most people opt to hire a licensed certified, or certified rather, inspector, because they come in and they've got the gadgets and they've got the checklist and they make sure to check all the things they look up in the attic. Is there proper insulation? You know, they just check everything out for you. And what I like about home inspections, especially if it's a first-time home buyer, it's basically like a walking, talking home manual. So they'll take the buyer through and say, now this is your water main shutoff. If you ever have a pipe leaking upstairs or something burst, this is where you want to run down and shut this off. As fast as you as possibly fast can. As fast as you can. <laughs> or, you know, they'll teach people about if you're going away, especially in Minnesota in the winter for a long time, how you can shut your water off to, you know, help alleviate the chance of freezing pipes. Um, they'll also show you know, teach people about um, the furnace and how sometimes you have to open the damper and close the damper for different seasons and um, just things that people who haven't owned a house before might not know. I've actually learned a lot about houses sitting in on home inspections. For a long time, I had um, fogged up glass in front of my fireplace and it just drove me crazy. And I went to a home inspection with one of my buyers one day and the home inspector said, Oh, that can glass can be popped off and you can clean that with a special glass cleaner. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I went into Brecky and they sold me some of that glass cleaner and they showed me how to do it. And I went home and I cleaned my glass and I was so excited. So they just teach you a lot that um, you'll want to know about maintaining your house. And, you know, the primary purpose that a buyer gets a home inspection is to rule out any unsafe situation. Major defect. Right. And the secondary purpose, and it doesn't mean that the seller is responsible for these things, but the secondary purpose is to give them an idea of, you know, the next few years, what's going to have to be replaced, kind of like our maintenance plan and a budget. And, you know, we better expect to have to get a new water heater in the next five years or so, you know, that kind of thing. So when they have the home inspection, the the buyer in this case actually tails along with the inspector inside the home as they move room to room? Most of the inspectors that I work with um, ask that the buyer come at the 
tail end of the inspection. So by this time, the inspector has been done crawling around on the roof and taking all kinds of pictures and kind of putting their report together because everything's so instantly done with their little laptops in hand, right? So then we get there at the end and then they go through everything and say, this is what I found about the windows. I show you this and now let's walk outside and I'm going to show it to you. So it's, you know, it's a lot more um, efficient. Sure. They know where to take you at what time. Um, You mentioned the licensed certified inspector or having Uncle Bob who Mm -hmm. built homes. Mm -hmm. When you get to the negotiation stage and I have got this report from the the pro that -hmm. I paid for and I have this other report from somebody I knew. It's a good point, Andy. Does the one carry a lot more weight than the other when you're negotiating with a seller? Um, So... Like, let's just say it's Uncle Bob, as you refer to, and he says the roof is bad. Well, if the roof is bad and he's right, I'm going to probably guarantee you that that seller knows that that roof is bad or at the end of its life. It's not the first it's come up, probably. So they're probably not going to question it. And they were probably thinking in the back of their mind, eh, roof might come up at the inspection. But absolutely, I feel like when I can say to the other agent, this is the report from company XYZ. Um, here's the things they found. These are the things we're asking for. I have the buyer's permission to include the report, share it with the seller. Now the seller looks at it and goes, oh, wow, I wasn't even aware that I didn't have this or didn't have that. But yes, I'm happy to fix that. Or, well, this doesn't seem like that big of a deal. I'm not going to take care of that. So, yeah, I think there's probably some weight to having that. How Well, we're going to take another break in a moment. So I'm going to lead into it with... On the average deal, I know there's no such thing as an average deal, but what does a home inspection cost? It's right around $400. Okay. So it's not, you're not talking about a mountain of money here. No, no, no. Not they when typically. $300,000. Right. Or they typically like go by square footage. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so when we get back, we'll talk more about the home inspection. And uh, what I'd like to know is. What happens with all the information I gather and the negotiation part that we're talking about before closing with the information that we did get? Well, then you will know. Okay, we'll talk right after this break with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group. Remax results on News Talk 1340 KROC We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Nielsen says more than 30. Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome back. News Talk 1340 KROC AM. I'm Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And this week we've been talking about home inspections. And uh, we've talked about why it's worth it to get the report. Now we're going to talk about, I guess, what you do with the report. And question. <laughs> how do I, you know, you, you have this person selling the house, this person buying the house. Now we know the things that could become issues with the house. I have no clue what to, to press them on, which ones I would say, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm going to look to you for help on that, obviously. Sure. And I always tell people going in that we are not, we're, especially if we're buying a used house, okay? Right. Everything's not going to be perfect. I mean, have you ever bought a used car and you see door ding and you think, oh, I wish it wasn't there, but you don't really say to the dealer, I want this taken out, right? It's just part of buying used. So there are going to be issues. 
And we just have to classify those issues into cosmetic issues, um, maintenance issues, safety issues. You know, I mean, of course, the one thing that we're always concerned about is any structural defect. Like if I've done inspections where we find out that there's some really crazy bold walls in the basement or some stair step cracking. I mean, big, expensive structural issues. Now, it doesn't always have to mean deal broken because there's some great um, companies in town that can come and install these wall anchors and change those bold walls and they're they're guaranteed, but it's an expense. So it's something that I don't want my buyer to have to take on. So it's something that the seller has to be prepared to do. So sometimes those deals fall apart. But let me just say that if there's things like the gas line needs to be grounded, that's not going to be a deal breaker. Or the GFI outlets have to be replaced, that's not going to be a deal breaker. So I tell my buyers, don't expect to come with a list of every little thing that the inspector points out and ask the seller to do it. We're looking for a major structural defects to see if we want to go forward with this transaction or not okay and then after that we're looking at safety items what things will make this house unsafe for your family to live here let's address those the rest of those little piddly things you know what that's home maintenance so now you're aware of them now if there's a whole bunch maybe we say let's ask them to do a few and we'll take care of a few you know there's you got to use your common sense but you know how we've spent the last few weeks andy talking about multiple offers that's what I was going to get to. It's a seller's market. It's if you don't go in as one of five offers, get your offer accepted and say, I had this happen. I'm not even making this up. You can't make this up. I had an agent give me a list of 25 items that they wanted fixed. And one of them was put in a new furnace filter. It was on the list. It was on the list. And I was like, I hope you're kidding me right now because seriously, don't laugh at me. I would have taken one of the other five offers. So of course we just go back with saying, no, we're, we're not interested. I mean, or guess what? It's on their calendar to change it tomorrow. So it's going to be changed anyway. But the craziest part about it is there was a box of new filters sitting right next to the furnace. And you're not going to take them with you. Uh, they're not <laughs> taking them with them. So anyway, it was pretty frustrating. So we want to, and I always, as a responsible agent, educate my buyers about what is and isn't okay to ask for. And I think they really do look to us for advice. So if we say, that's crazy to ask for that, I'll tell you what, when we go through the walkthrough, I'll change it for you if it's if they haven't done it yet or something. you know, We're not going to upset the seller by asking them something like that. So you got to use your common sense. And I think you ask for the things that are big ticket items or safety items. And then you just deal with some of the and more piddly things, you know? Is it always a matter of we want this fixed before we close or is there, or can it be a monetary transaction? Um, it can. That's a really good question. So what you can say is, okay, we've done the inspection. We can see that they're going to have about um, $1,000 worth of things that they're going to have to do. They don't mind doing them after closing, but they don't want to pay for them. So could we adjust the price and reduce the cost of the house by 1000 bucks? And oftentimes the seller will say, you know what, fair enough, let's do it. Or sometimes they'll come back and say, split it with you. We'll reduce the price by 500. They pay 500. So there's 
so many ways to negotiate every aspect of a contract. But I think with an inspection, it's really key as realtors to educate our buyers and let them understand what the purpose of the inspection is, what things we're looking for, what things are realistic to expect the seller to take care of. And then I always think it's really important to get that inspection done as soon as possible. So I always try to get it done, you know, within the first couple of days after we've gotten the purchase agreement in place and then get right back to the agent and say, this is what we found. This is what we're asking for. And just get that inspection contingency removed so we can move to the next phase, which is the appraisal. You know, in speaking with you about this, if I'm the seller, I know it's 400 bucks, but I think I'm going to get the inspection myself. And then when I get to the stage... No surprises. Yeah, it's like done deal. We, we can have that discussion before anything happens. Right. You've had the inspection, probably one of the same inspectors that the buyer's going to have. Right. And you now found out that, oh my gosh, you know, I had no idea that this isn't working properly or that needs to be repaired. And then you can just take care of them. And what I've seen a lot of sellers do, and I recommend that they do, is as they've made repairs... They just take that report and then in a red ink say, had this repaired, receipt attached or whatever. And then when a buyer comes in and they say, oh, that inspector who is a very um, well-known, credible inspector inspected this home seven days ago. And since then, they've fixed this, fixed this and fixed this. So the only thing they haven't done is replace the burnt out light bulb in the garage or, you know, something like that. Or the furnace filter. Or the furnace filter. (laughs) Yeah. It'll keep coming back. Ugh, <laughs> unbelievable. And that, yeah, you want to, if you're interested in moving your house very quickly, I could see that would be the optimal way to do it. Yeah. And and then you're not going to be like, because most people say, I, I don't want to sell my house with something wrong with it. I mean, unless it's something minor. Right. They want to know about it and, and take care of it. So I, I find most sellers to be really realistic about that. I don't I don't see sellers saying, well, too bad if my hot water heater isn't working and they can get a new one. <laughs> you know, I don't see people saying that. You know, they realize that, okay, that's my responsibility. Yeah. I need to get that fixed. And we talked about it before. You have, most people have pride in the home that they have lived in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, I'm selling you a jalopy. Mm-hmm. This is my house. Right. And so there is this whole aspect of a home warranty. I should talk about that on another show because it's not just a couple of seconds, but um, that can come into play as well for a little extra reassurance after the transaction. That'll be another Saturday morning. Absolutely. With Robin Gwaldy, Gwaldy Group, Remax Results. And if I want to get a hold of you and I want you to represent me through this. Oh, you're so smart, Andy. How do I do that? (laughs) Call my cell phone, 507-259-4926, and I'll be happy to help you or put one of my amazing team members in touch with you, and we'll take great care of you, or visit our website at gwaltneygroup.com. All right. Thank you, Robin. Robin Gwaltney. Always a pleasure. Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Mayo Clinic Radio.